New Thought Media Network. We are a global broadcast network of positive music, media, and entertainment. Inspiring humanity's evolution along the journey of enlightenment and creating a world of love, peace, empowerment, and prosperity for all. New Thought Media Network. Positively inspiring. New Thought Media Network is proud to present Cosmic Prayers, your weekly shift, Mondays at 11, Mountain Time, with your host, Laura Topper. The Cosmic Prayers, live from the UK. And now, here she is, Laura Topper. Hi and welcome, welcome to the Cosmic Prayer. I am so pleased to be here. It's Monday, it's five o'clock in the UK. And joining us today is such an amazing, beautiful spirit soul who I know from, um, from being here on Facebook and, and we've connected here also. And I know that this is a treat. The show today is a treat. On the Cosmic Prayer, we welcome you wherever you are in the world, whoever you are. This is a space to learn more about prayer as a spiritual practice and to really get into conversation and hear how our guests, how these beautiful souls that come into the Cosmic Prayer define prayer and to teach us how we can use it for our lives. And I know that our next guest really is a super conscious woman. Uh, she is an artist. She's a spiritual teacher and guide. Uh, she's here to really shift humanity and help us, help all of us and show us as a wisdom way shower. And so I wanna welcome in Dr. Joan of Angels. Welcome to the Cosmic Prayer today. Ah on New Thought Media Network. How are you? I'll tell you something, Laura, just watching like the introductions, all those videos, my energy got higher and higher and higher. Like I couldn't wait to meet you again. <laughs> I'm great. Thank oh, you for having me here. Thank you for being here and for, you know, it's, it's uh, earlier in the morning where you are in, in California. And for me, it's kind of five o'clock in the afternoon. So I've kind of done my day and you're rising and it's just such an honor for us to be here with you and for you to be sharing on New Thought Media Network to the listeners and the viewers who really need to hear what you have to say. Oh, I can't yeah. wait to hear what, yeah. what I have to say. To get yeah, let's, let's <laughs> unravel it. Let's unravel it. So, so um, Joan, I mean, we'll, we'll get into your, your name in a, in a while, uh, Joan of Angels, because it's... it's whew. <laughs> 
But I'm just really interested in, because I know that you are a spiritual teacher, you're a spiritual guide, and how you bring prayer into your life, if you do at all, how, what that means for you, prayer. So I've learned for me that everything now is a sacred ceremony, whether it's waking up and just giving gratitude to the, to gratitude that I've woken up gratitude for everything, for the energy that I have, for the friends, for the loved ones, for my inspirations. Like I live in a constant state of gratitude and prayer, but I also spend a great deal of time connecting to the other realms. And that's my, that's my happy place. I'm a paintbrush for divine beings. When I channel them, I'm a, I'm a channel for other people. I bring messages in. And so the state of prayer, the state of going to the other side for information is my favorite place to be. And, uh, and I followed this guy that when I started painting, I was told your, your prayers, what was it? Your prayers for assistance have been answered. And they said, you must ask for help. So I see prayer as that way of asking for the divine to be with me in all you know, so I can trust my decisions, trust the visions, trust the messages, which is so profound that the human mind cannot make them up. And isn't that incredible that you are you are this kind of conduit and you're open to that? Because for so many, um, we, there's a block, we're blocked and we're not always open to receive, are we? We have to be in this place of surrendering to accept this. Um, do, you, do you think that that... Yeah, does that it doesn't always come naturally, does it? So let's just say I was trained the hard way and you know, the school of hard knocks. So listening to that voice within, which is the one that tells us what to do, it's like having a du direct instruction from heaven. But but we're human, and so sometimes we don't want to follow that. So I remember very specifically back in 19 you know, 98, when I knew and I saw a direction and I, and I didn't listen. Okay. And that path took me to here. So obviously it was the right choice, the right path, but nevertheless, we're given these moments of time to listen and to choose and to, we have to be able to hear and then act upon. And that is a life mission. That's but I've always, so I'm a Pisces, so Pisces loves to dive in. And even from a young age, I heard things, I knew, I always knew things, even though no one told me and they thought I was, you know, Joan, you're off the wall. I just knew what I knew. So it's been with me. And, and my favorite thing to do, Laura, is doing readings for people and having visions for them come through me. It's my little secret happy place. Oh, I love that. That's and that's what you do. You really assist people with their guidance, with guidances for themselves, for the, the and the and the and the messages for others that you can feel within you. That's amazing. When, how long? When did you know initially that this was your, this was your? Um, I'm not going to call it work, and I'm not going to call it a path. Um, but this was for you to do. So, you know, I was a very strange little girl. And I, I read two biographies over, you know, two different 
people inspired me. One was Annie, get your gun. God knows why. I, I don't even remember that. But the other was Joan of Arc. And I read everything I could see in Joan of Arc and read about her. I always felt I had been her. And, you know, you fast forward to the fact that I realized when telling you now, I always did have a gift of knowing things. I just didn't recognize that for what it is. I saw angels in paintings all the time. I'd lay in bed. I don't think I've ever told this one to anyone, Laura. I'd lay in bed and I'd see, because I didn't have great eyesight, so I'd see inside the the painting on the wall in front of me is a little girl and all the beings that I saw angels walking around and talking. Sometimes when I'd have a fever, I'd look at my comforter and I'd see, I swear I'd see people walking in the fields and it's like, it was a magical feeling. And I didn't know that it was different. Uh, I didn't know that it was different. And and, and I was telling a friend the other night that I've always heard a voice that's directed me. The voice directed me to school. The voice directed me to move to California the, when I lived in New York. You know, the voice directed me to come here to the desert or to paint. And I've, I've been trying to do a book that talks about all the times this voice, all the time. It's not just sometimes to meet Dr. Sharon when I met her. I heard this voice that says, you're going to be hooking up with a spiritual center now. And I said, well, you better bring it to me because too much work for you to go find it. But yeah, so I've been guided for a long time. And when I was 30, I had a vision that I was here to heal and inspire the world. Let's just put it that way. And I've followed that ever since. I, I you know... So for me, the age, age 30, 29, 30, so much shifted for me. And, and, and I began to really listen to that voice within me at that age. I think I'd suppressed it all my life. And, and then at 30, I realized, hmm, no more. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to really take this on board and listen to what is really guiding me, this, this presence that is really guiding me. And I know how um, the suffering that can happen with us in our personal lives when we don't listen. And that is the prayer, isn't it? I hear what you're saying is that you're in a constant prayer in communion with this. It's not just a voice. It's, it's the presence that you, that you know that is here, that is guiding you. And there's an agreement we have. So, I mean... There's an agreement, and this agreement is that as we listen, we're given more. When we don't listen and we block it, we're given less. You know, they go, oh, yeah, she's not listening, okay? She's not listening, so we'll go to the next one. We'll go to fleet. You know, we'll go somewhere else where they're, where they're saying yes. So it is in our yeses, guys. And, um, and I will tell you a very funny story that one day in 2013, I, I was picking up my tax returns, Thank God we, we sent them to the government by, you know, that email thing or however it goes. But I have, I have three <laughs> sets of tax returns, my kids and I, and I hear a voice that says, do not put them in the trunk. They will fly away. I mean, it was loud. And, and I said, that's crazy. What are the odds my trunk is going to open and the tax returns fly out? 
Okay. <clears throat> I mean, I've been trained the hard way. I did lose those tax returns. I got a phone call from some government employee reading off my daughter's um, social security number to me, and I've never gotten them back. Okay. So wow. when you get that voice, I get it in practical ways too. So here, here we have Prince is here, Prince Fleet, Reverend Prince, you're here. Hi, it's great to be with you, sending you so much love. And I know that Prince is a dear friend of yours and, and, uh, and spiritual colleague as well, and that you work together. And Prince has been here um, on the Cosmic Prayer, on New Thought Media Network, shining his light and, and singing out. And isn't it amazing how we, we know we, how we bring in our soul tribe I feel like you're coming in here to the cosmic prayer and you've, you've always been here, Joe. It's a, I just really feel this affinity that you're here and, um, and shining your light. And I'm just so interested in your journey and where, first of all, where the name, where your name, Joan of Angels, how that actually began for you and, and living into that name as well. How, so how does that, how did that happen? So knowing that I've had an affinity to Joan of Arc and I used to imagine I was her a lot. Okay. Oh. And, and um, I don't know if you know, Shirley McLean, she had a psychic Kevin Ryerson. And one night I'm having dinner with, with a group of people and Kevin and they said, so Kevin was Joan, Joan of angels in a past life. And it was really random because I would never have asked him that because that's too too humbling. Okay. So suddenly the hairs on everyone's arms stood up and he says, well, you know, what no one remembers about Joan is that she totally believed in miracles. And I had been writing a book about miracles and I had a club called the Miracle Makers Club. So we all kind of, anyway, fast forward to the following. In 2013, at one of the lowest points of my life, and I'm asking God, what should I do? How, how am I going to bring my work out? And I was really in despair. And it was Halloween 2013, October 31st. And I have a group of people in the house and we're painting. And I hear a voice that says, Joan, paint 33 angels in 30 days. And I go, no, I can't paint faces. And it was like, Joan, paint 33 angels in 30 days. And I had that, you know, that feeling of, a profoundness. It was like my first reaction was that's too much work, a lot of paint, too much work. You know, what else? Then I heard that, that I had nothing else to do. And the moment I said, surrendered and said yes, and I painted those 33 angels, it was like I was filled with this angelic cosmic rush. I was, I was like waking up out of bed, painting with my eyes closed, inside up, upside down. And it was very magical when I hung them up on the wall of the angel portal, a book fell off the bookshelf. And what did it say? It said, your call for angelic assistance has been heard. So that launched everything. And then I come to the desert. I was told to move to the desert so I could hear. And the third morning I'm here, I have breakfast with a, you know, group of people I'm being introduced. And, and this woman says, what was your name again? And I go, it's Joan. And she, okay, we're in a busy restaurant breakfast. Time stopped. And she says, wait, 
I know who you are. And I swear the earth stopped. I heard, she said, you are Joan of, and I thought she was going to say Ark. It was like Joan of angels. And so I swear the earth just, I heard the hallelujah chorus. It was like, that's my name. This is amazing. Did she know that you'd been painting? Uh, I guess I was, her friend introduced me and said, well, Joan's been painting angels. Okay. Or at some point, you know, that had come out or I invited, the, you know, I don't remember that. Honestly, don't remember that part. But I do remember that. So one of the things when I work with people is often their spirit name comes out. It comes mm -hmm. through. And we can't always see what it is ourselves. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes we do, but mm -hmm. often. And so it was it was something I had wondered what sp my spirit name was. And there it was. So sometimes I laugh. It's Joan of Archangel. Joan of Angel. <laughs> I, I've learned, you know, you don't always go into a room of business people. And, yeah, it's really, it was awkward for me. It was so awkward, Laura. One day my daughter says, Mom, do you have to tell people you're Joan of Angels? Can't you just say you're Dr. Hangard and get it over with? Later. Yes, I, love I, like you, Mom. I love it how our daughters kind of, you know, deny those parts of us that we are just like, yes. It's like, no, hide it. But you're not hiding it. You can't hide it. We can't hide it. And I'm so grateful that you are really expressing, you know, who you who you truly are and and listening. Because, um, you know, maybe that's my next thing here that, I, that I'm picking up from this is that you listen. And so often we 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 are too scared or we feel that we don't have the right to really listen to that, that kind of it, our inner our inner um, guidance so what would you say, Joan, Joan of Angels, right now to viewers who are here watching the Cosmic Prayer, who, who may be hearing or knowing, and yet they're scared and they're not listening and taking that action? So you're in the most exciting place, because in a way, that's our human condition. You know, you get an insight you write it down and then you go, oh, I'm going to do so-and-so. And then the rest of the world goes, well, you're nuts. That's not logical. Why are you doing that? Or then you go, well, that was brilliant, but how am I going to fund it? You know, what does that really mean? Why would I paint 33 angels? That little self of ours comes in right on time to object. Now you get two choices, okay? You know, that's the test of learning when to trust your intuitive mind, when you trust that voice inside. So do you follow the logical mind that says, oh, you can't do that? Uh, and I call those people, by the way, miracle busters. You know, I, I divide the world into miracle allies and miracle busters, but sometimes we're our own miracle buster. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And so what have the angels that you've painted, what do they resemble for you? As a, well, as a body of work, what does this what does this resemble for you? Oh my God. So I haven't considered it as a body of work, but I will, and I love that perspective. As a body of work, this is my gift to the world as a paintbrush for divine beings. Divine oh. beings who wanted humanity to know what they look like to feel their essence and this body of work. So there's a there's a painting here, okay? You're, 
you're not just seeing this painting, okay? You're you're literally, and, and the, this is one of the ones I want to talk about, I guess, because it's here. Okay. So you're not just seeing- yeah, bring it in closer if you like. You're not just seeing a painting, guys, okay? You are, are seeing something that carries the energy of the divine. And, and when I paint, and I truly paint, haven't been painting for a while, I have to, I have to be guided. I'm not a great artist on my own. When my logical mind tries to paint, it's a disaster. So I have to like be told when to paint. But what I have found out is that many of my paintings are like an invitation to step into the divine. They're on an ascension theme always. And so my guides told me that my job is to call, to put the call out for the younger souls, for the evolving souls to come towards these temples, the inner realms. And I'm not responsible for what they do when they get there, but I'm to bring them to the gateway. And so much of my paintings, even the one up in the corner there, are gateways, portals into the divine or actions. And so when people come to the house, they feel the art or they'll say, oh my God, Joan, that one, that one calls to me. And that's how it gets matched up. That's like me. I'm so grateful for you because, you know, this is just going off on a tangent and this really isn't about me. The cosmic prayer is about you. It's all about you. And yet I just want, I'm just so called to say this. When I was 17, I wanted to go to art college and I never went because the logical part of, you know, my family, go and get a job. You'll never be an artist. What do you mean be an artist? How are you going to make money being an artist, Laura? And I didn't do it. I didn't do it. And and it's come out in other ways now because I'm a singer and a songwriter and doing all of this and my spiritual learning and education, soaking all of that up. So I'm living my my truth now. And yet I see in you that the, the part of me that I denied. And I'm really so so grateful that you're here. I <laughs> love that. Everybody to so just really so you know. Honor. Yeah. When I was about 14, 13, 14, my brother was an artist and uh, my mother was in the clothing field and they took me aside oh, and they said, Joan, you are never going to be an artist. Don't even dream of being an artist. You are to become a bookkeeper or an accountant, of which I'm not good at anymore. Or, and they only would pay for me to go to college to be an elementary school teacher. I was still told you will never be an artist. So guys, here's Laura wow. and I with the tremendous <laughs> creativity that will never be denied. It will never be denied. And, and you're really inspiring me because I have paints and I have paintbrushes in, the, in a box in the other room because I can see that you're, you know, this is, it's, yeah, I'm because I, I, for me, my family was in fashion retail and it was like, you're going to work on the shop floor and sell. Oh my God. <laughs> so my mother owned a clothing store. This is amazing. We have so much. Oh, in so and I was being trained by my dad to take over the store so that then oh, we could yes. open more stores. Right. Holy it's moly. Story. <laughs> and I used to go with mom to the fashion district. I don't know if oh, you yeah. went. 
on a buying spree. It was in oh, all the time I was on buying trips and all of it. Yeah, ah, I was going to Italy. So and... <laughs> but you know what? I realized at some point when I was in the fitting room, kind of serving women, that they would always be telling me their truth. And then I realized I don't need fashion anymore. I can help and serve in other ways. <laughs> so that's why I'm I'm here doing this and what I do. Um, but it, it is amazing how it, it, it when we live our lives authentically and listen that we can step out in courage and be and have that courage to be who we are. And I see that in you, that you listen to the prayer and you are in the prayer. That's how I see it. You are in the prayer the whole time. My life. I think I lost Laura. I don't know if you can hear me. My life is a miracle. I can hear you. It is just a pure miracle, and I'm grateful, honestly. So I was so shy growing up that I used to hide in closets. And, in fact, I had a boyfriend a few years ago that so upset me, I hid in the closet for the day, okay? I flunked oh, student God. teaching. You know, they paid for me to be a teacher, right? I was so shy. I couldn't stand up in front of a class of 13-year-olds with a teacher watching, and I almost didn't graduate college because I flunked. So I couldn't – the fact that I – that I love communicating guys. The fact that I'm on this show with Laura and I'm not shy at all. That is a huge miracle. Miracle. Yes. And you, you began the miracle club, didn't you? Because of what was happening yes. in your life. Yeah. Which is a, is it still available? Are you still running the miracle club? So the Miracle Makers Club right now, I have every Monday night at 7 p.m. California time. I do a show on my Facebook page, Joan of Angels. Oh, yeah. Where Maybe Diego can put the link up here. Oh, that'd be great. It's called the Miracle Makers Club. And um, yes, and to, even tonight's going to be a very special one. I'm going to talk about what is your mission and purpose. And I'll be doing readings for three people throughout the show. So I still do that. I have a great little book called The Miracle Makers Club. And it's a story of how my kids and I lost everything. It's a true story. We lost everything and we came together. They were the only ones I could mastermind with. And so I was masterminding with an eight and a 10 year old. And we <laughs> called ourselves the, Ma the Miracle Makers Club because we needed those miracles and they all came true. So that was the beginning. And quite exciting isn't that amazing because that feels like you called in your children to learn how to pray or what whether you want to call it prayer or but to, to learn to believe in themselves through these spiritual processes that i know as prayer that i call prayer because prayer isn't art isn't begging and beseeching is it it's knowing it's all here already yeah it was a really powerful process to come together with my children, okay? Every night we'd hold hands, we chanted. I didn't know my kids knew how to do OM. You know, they they started, you know, they were the ones. It was like so exciting, we would chant. And then each of us would talk about what our visualizations were. And it was a true mastermind. My daughter said, mom, when we, when we have our miracles, and the kids, it meant we had our house, a beautiful house with a pool and a basketball court. That was, you know, it. But my daughter says, Mom, when we when we 
get our own miracles? Can we go around the world teaching people how they don't have to, how they can believe in their dreams and how they don't have to suffer like we did. So I have great children. All right. As I said, one of my my daughters in London, great children. Both of them are stars in their, in following their dreams. My daughter was adamant. She had a great job in advertising in LA you know, making great money, but she wanted to travel. It was her dream to work abroad. And there she is in London now, you know, well, hopefully they're going to open it up so she could travel. Yeah. But my son too. So great. The kids, we set, they set their goals and they go after them. And that's such a far removed thing from where, what you were taught, what you were told and what I was told, you know, you can't, you mustn't, you shouldn't. (sighs) And so here you are kind of opening up this portal for your children saying you can, and I'm going to show you how. And it's beautiful that your daughter would say, let's teach others this as well. That's so empowering. Yes. You know, it would be amazing if that were in all schools. You know, the truth is, is that our teachers should be the wisest of souls. Yeah to be entrusted to teach our children, you know, that philosophy of self-love, self-care, you know, transformation. So that, that is true. It should be in the hands. All of this should be in the hands of the wisest of souls and the wisest of souls. It's time to be celebrated. Yes. And that's what we're, that's what we're doing here, celebrating it. And that's what the shift is that's happening, this shift that's happening is this awakening again, again, so that um, so that children and adults get to really use these tools for, for positive living, for positive growth. I want to, there's an angel there in the background. Maybe Diego if um, could show at this point your website because there's there's a there's this angel that's speaking to me there in the background. <laughs> Okay. We have more here on your website. These beautiful. These are these the thirty-three. Are these some of the thirty-three? No, no. Actually, I don't even know if the any of the original thirty-three are up here right now. So, I had like over a hundred and fifty pieces of art on my last website, and then I was hacked, and now I'm just slowly getting art back up. Um, some. You know, so wow. all the art has stories that go along with it. So once I did the 33 angels in 30 days, they gave me two follow-up instructions. Okay. Yeah. What were they? Well, <laughs> they were the chosen ones you must choose, which I think, Laura, you would relate to. You actually have to say yes. Hmm. You know, you have to say yes. And then it was paint us and we will come. I went, what? And they said, paint us and we will come. So I lighted candles, put on some good music and closed my eyes because I didn't know what the heck that meant. And then some of the bigger art pieces started to come through and the newer energies, the energies that felt more like masters, master teachers, guides. Are these the ones on your website now? Yes, those are the, oh, that level. Can we see them again, please, Diego? Because there's one particular one on there that I know when we had our Zoom call before, I just fell in love with, and it was the one with the 
on the art page, there's a there's a woman with a light coming out of her crown chakra or maybe going in, whichever way we want <laughs> to so see it. It's the one on the both. left there, right? The Queen yeah. of Angels. Can you can we click on it? Can we click Where on it? The larger? Oh my God, she actually is down. in your room. Is this the yes, one? Queen of Angels, yes. Is that the one with the light coming through her head? Okay. Yeah. So when I painted her, Oh, oh my God. Yeah, she is the queen of angels, honey. Yeah. And she pulls you into her heart. She reminds you, okay, that it's love. Love is the only way. Her eyes can see who you are. And she brings when she, when she, she glitters. She just glitters from the inside out. She swoops you up and she is, you know, the queen the empress, the one who holds steady for the world. It's amazing. You must feel so good that you are the, you're the bringer of this into the world, into life for, for, for people to enjoy. <laughs> you must feel like, wow. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, so there, <laughs> can we go back to the paintings and I'm going to tell you what I did in my, in my brilliance. Okay. So one day, I had a lot of judgment, not this one. There's another one that's orange. We're going to find her. I had a lot of judgments about how primitive my art felt. Okay. And one day I'm in the living room because all these fantastic artists, you know, mine was about the energy. Let's yeah. see if she's up there. There, the orange one, I can see her white thing on the right over oh, there. There the, she is. There she is. Yes. Yes. Okay. okay. So picture this. There's actually a group. I lived in this house. Other people. In, a, in North Hollywood, and and a friend was playing the violin. Someone else was, I think, playing like a sax or singing, and and my eyes are closed, and I'm doing this painting. She's upside down. My eyes are closed. I'm channeling. I hear a voice. She says, uh, put in a nose ring. And I said, I don't do nose rings. <laughs> okay? And to be chastised by your guides is quite an experience because she said to me, my whole body started shaking and everyone stopped playing. I mean, not the sound. And she said to me, and I was like channeling it, you are to paint me as I am, not as you want me to be. And like, I was like knocked <laughs> off, totally humbled. Because I've been judging everything on my own. I'm not a great artist, Laura. I've been judging everything that, and trying to make it look pretty mm -hmm. as opposed to allowing the full energy to come through. And she let me know in no uncertain terms that I was a paintbrush, a paintbrush. And it was a, it was like a, it was such a divine gift and a blessing, you know, that it could, it was a divine gift and a blessing, you know, to listen and to be shown that. Oh, I'm welling up. <laughs> I can I can feel it here. And, and what, what I can really feel and, and hear from you is that you are giving people, me and viewers, and, you know, whether the people watch this or, or on New Thought Media Network, if you're going to, uh, pod, because it's a podcast as well, you're giving people permission. You're giving us permission to really listen, 
and really honor what we're here for um, because we are fed a whole story by by life and we choose we can choose to believe that or choose to believe the prayer choose to believe right. the real essence of who of who we are and what we're here for the purpose and uh, and Joan thank you so much for for being who you are and doing what you do it's beautiful so can I ask you if you could say prayer how prayer influences your life if there's been a major kind of demonstration for your life that you know is because you've you have listened and you've really tuned in and honored that and honored the prayer would you like to share that with the viewers so yes i will and i don't share this story very very often so i in in 1997 i was injured and I, it is a wonderful interview. You're doing a great job, Laura. You asked for <laughs> But I, so I was, I had been a very successful chiropractor in Berkeley, and then I was injured and I could no longer practice. And I had gone on disability, a private insurance company, and my insurance company suddenly terminated my benefits and I couldn't go back to work. And it was a, it was horrific. And so I lost everything. That's actually when my kids and I lost everything. We lost our car, our home, and our income. We camped out at my sister's. And so at that time, we formed the Miracle Makers Club and just were praying for relief every day, every day. And then, and my kids and I, I can't even explain it to you, one day at my sister's house, I wake up and there's the Wall Street Journal on this counter. Now, no one in the house read the Wall Street Journal. It was just something my sister tossed in the fireplace all the time. And there it was, opened. And it, it the big headlines were about an, a, someone suing this insurance company. They had the exact same story. They saw the same doctors I did, everything. And these, this, these, doc, these attorneys were suing the insurance company. And that miracle was that I called them that day. And as a result of that, I want you to fast forward because this took many years. We went to trial in 2002 against the country's largest insurance company. They did everything they could to defame me. Everything they could do. They they had, um, you know, where they paid a fake juries to test it and to all these things, you know. And it was a huge case. It had been in, in national news already. I, it, the Yahoo message boards in those days, it was Yahoo message boards. You know, everyone was talking about my case. I had written this article that appeared in the San Francisco Examiner about how tough it was to be poor living in the wealthiest county in the country. I guess I was kind of feeling sorry for myself, but the article got published and it was big news. Now I'm sitting in this very scary trial every day in the federal courthouse. And every day, and I had done this before, I put angels in the courtroom, okay? And I want everyone to know you can do this. I put angels around the opposing attorney, even the pregnant one who got everyone to ooh and ah her, you know? I put angels everywhere, around the jury, around the opposing everything, 
around the stories, everywhere I expanded it, the whole courthouse, I'd walk in, I heard angels in the courthouse every day. And I went into the state of neutrality with the prayer that that which is the highest good of all concern be the outcome. And I remember sitting in the room upstairs with my attorneys waiting. And I suddenly heard the hallelujah chorus. I did. I heard the hallelujah chorus. And at that moment, they came, you know, they called us to come down. And I'm here. I'm like, here, I know I've won. I'm hearing the hallelujah chorus. And I walk in the courtroom and, the, you know, all rise for the judge. And sure enough, I had won a very grand award and restitution had, had happened. And, but I knew it. And I know that it happened because I had been in the state that for the highest good of all concern, and there were angels everywhere surrounding everyone. And, and I know that's how come I won. Wow. This is Joan of Arc angels. <laughs> <laughs> Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the case, I mean, people still, when they get, when they hear my name and they, people come up to me and they thank me because my case changed case law around the country. And it became wow. a big 60 minutes piece and lots of newspaper articles. And it was quite, quite a to do to go up against this particular insurance company and win. And you did it. You people win. And you yeah, it. because the angels wanted that case to help those. First of all, my mission is to help millions of people across the planet. And that was level one. Hundreds of thousands of people whose lives have been changed because of that law. Okay. So, yeah. Right. Oh, so prayer works. <laughs> prayer works. <laughs> right. Oh, Archangel no. Michael. Yes. Archangel Michael is, yes. I could I could sit here talking for another four hours with you. I could just be roll onto the night and put the kettle on and just um, keep going because I know you have such amazingness to share and to teach. Um, for anybody that's here watching on the Cosmic Prayer, uh, yes, you can join me after six o'clock in the, live in the Cosmic Prayer Lounge. Here's the Zoom link. It's a live link also in. in oh no, it's not a live link, but you can. Copy that link there and join. Um, and Joan of Angels, we're just so blessed that you're here and sharing and inspiring people to, to not only pray and to pray right, but also to tap into their, their purpose and to use the wisdom and the, the voice that is always here, steering and guiding, to use that voice. Um, and not to deny it and to, and to really honor the purpose that we're here for. And I think this is such a beautiful cosmic prayer broadcast with you here because you're really shining out and showing people that with courage, with courage and listening and with courage and listening, we really do fill up and, and live our dreams, don't we? Yeah. So, um, Joan, Dr. Joan, for people to reach you and work with you, what's the best way for them to find you? Well, you can find me here on Facebook on my page, Joan of Angels. Pretty simple. Yep. You can, yes, yes. As I said, I'm on tonight at 7 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, 
Great. You can also find me at joanofangels.com. I try to make it simple. I have a YouTube channel. You can find lots and lots of videos on that. As a matter of fact, please subscribe to my YouTube channel. I am in the process of growing it. Okay. Yes. Good. <laughs> I like to hear that. YouTube you know, so. And, and I love that. People can find your artwork on your website as well, can't they? Yes. And buy it from you there. So you have to be called. The artwork, you know, has to like sort of hit you. And then it's yours, guys. And I'm happy. And I can also make prints of a lot of those too. And sometimes I also will do a private tour of the gallery. Not Ooh. in person so much if you're not in the area here. But I can take you on a visual and we can see what also calls you. And that's also fun. That would be amazing. Yeah. So what is the one that's behind you, the woman with the, uh, with the hat? Okay. With the headpiece. Head what is she saying right now? <laughs> I so I've, help her. Laura, I've been waiting for you. No, you need to get on with me. I've been <laughs> waiting for you to, I, you know, okay. She said to me about 10 minutes ago, you should show me to Laura. She looks like Laura. She looks like Laura. And so then this is what she said to me. And then I was going to bring her up. And it was like, no, we have to wait till she calls me. Okay. So, <laughs> Laura. And so remember I said that the energy of these beings call their humans. Let's just say she wants me to, you to understand. Oh my God. She's, you know how you use the word cosmos. She is what she calls a heavenly cosmopolitan. Oh, I love and that. He, yeah. And I never knew this. So she's like the trendiest of the trendies. Um, and, but she's playing off of the word cosmic prayer. And so she's the cosmopolitan angel leading all in prayer, making use of all the modern day. So even in her bottom, I feel like she's got a little purse. So she's got all of her angelic celestial toolkit with her. And she is the modern day celestial. Oh, like you are. That, I, I mean, love that's who she is, right? Is yeah. she the little angel on her shoulder? Wow. So I don't even think you'd find her on the website, but if you are interested, you let me know because she is a, um, what I call a jaclay print. So she's a print on canvas and she could go anywhere around the world. Just so you know. She is, she is, she's all over the world. I can feel it. And so, yeah. And, and she actually told me that she was an aspect of you and she was calling you. She wouldn't let me, Pull, bring her up to the front. I wanted to. It was like, well, don't you want me to bring her up? And no, no. She She's has waiting. to notice me. She has to notice me. All the artwork, I'm telling you, there's a call that goes out. I'm not responsible. You know, um, there's a look at those eyes. Okay. And look at the cute little, okay, look at that angel. So they want you to know there's always an angel on your shoulder. Oh, there is. And the oh, most yes. Amazing you are divinely guided. The most amazing thing, Joan, is that she'd been there all the time and I didn't really, it was, I was looking at the other one with the wings and then suddenly my focus went to her and it was like, oh my gosh, where have you been? She's been there all the time. <laughs> right, right. And, and it was so interesting because she had already told me that she was connected to you, right. but she did not want me to pull to her out. 
No, 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 no. She's really resonates with you. I'm going to send you a picture of her. I, I think. love her. Oh, please do. I love okay. her. Yeah. 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 And <laughs> she told me to, like, we could refer to her as Glinda. 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 Okay. Yeah. Glinda. So if anyone wants her, just call her Glinda. Okay. That's her, that's her in between name. Oh, it's like Glinda the, the, the witch, the good witch. The good witch, she's like Glinda, but she's not a witch. There's no witch. No, 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 no. There's no witch in there at all. No, no, no. But there's like Glinda, glittering Glinda. Mystical, beautiful. Oh, so Joan, thank you for being here on the Cosmic Prayer and bringing Glinda with you and, and your angels and your light and your knowing. It's been absolutely amazing talking with you. And, uh, and I know that anybody here on New Thought Media Network, if you're watching now or if you're watching this on a catch up, you know, this is an incredible woman who uh, go to her website, look at her art, tune in with her, catch up with her on Facebook. You can find her. And if this has really moved you and touched your heart, then yes, please, you know, do be part of the circulatory process of giving. New Thought Media Network is here as an amazing ministry with broadcasts like this every day of the week, inspiring you to really use spiritual practice, to know the truth of who you are, to really listen to your purpose and go for it. And there are meditations, uh, visionings here, all sorts of conversations and amazing reverends, practitioners and spiritual leaders that are here on New Thought Media Network. So you can donate, you can give a love offering. The link is in the description also. And I just feel so grateful, Joan of Angels, to be here with you. And I know, I, I pray that you'll come back onto the Cosmic Prayer. Would you like to say a prayer? Is there something you'd like to share for everyone right now for a couple of minutes, shall we? Shall we, yes. Yeah. Whew, taking a deep breath in everyone. Such an honor, such a privilege for all of us to be gathering together. Dearest angels, Mother, Father, God, we ask right now in the divine protection, in the divine centering that we have been granted with and gifted with, we ask for the presence of all of the archangels, the angels, the ascended masters, the guides, the little people, the fairies, the plant kingdom. We ask that all of those beings be with us now, our spiritual council, as we remember who we are, as we begin to remember that we are not alone here, that we are guided by the light within, that our angels are sitting on our shoulder and standing behind us, always whispering in our ear. And may we, our prayer today, is may we hear the voice of the divine. May we hear this voice guiding us, leading us, and always showing us the way. May we learn to say yes. Yes to the call, yes to our destiny, and yes to the power of knowing the truth of who we are. And so it is. And so it is. Thank you, Joan. Thank you, thank you. And... Thank you, viewers, for being here, and we will see you next time on The Cosmic Prayer. And in the meanwhile, if you feel like hopping onto the Zoom room now, into the Zoom room, Diego, if you kindly put up the link again, please.
here is the link coming through. There we go. 825-0873-9272. If you feel called to sit in prayer for a while with me for anything that may be in your heart, on your mind, on your heart. I will see you next time on the Cosmic Prayer. Thank you, Joan, again for being here. And thank you to everyone watching. Bye. Thank you for listening to Cosmic Prayer, your weekly shift with Laura Topper on the New Thought Media Network. If you've enjoyed this programming, please tell a friend and join us again next week for Cosmic Prayer, your weekly shift with Laura Topper. New Thought Media Network is on the rise. We're looking to grow with you. Do you have technical media experience or perhaps a desire to learn? Are you willing to volunteer your precious time and attention? We share this message to benefit all. If you possess a computer with a camera and a microphone, we will share our knowledge with you. Behind the scenes or being the star, let us bless our one. Contact us at info at ntmedia.org.